Today is a great day for the truth. Welcome to another episode of the Buckets Mentality Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about the Golden State Warriors being crowned NBA champions, much deserved, and the dynasty continues. Talking about Stephen Curry and how insane he was, what this means for his legacy in terms of comparisons in the league right now and all time, all this stuff going on from the Warriors' perspective, and then analyzing what was a disappointing ending to a great season, a great turnaround for the Boston Celtics. So we're going to dive into it, starting off talking about Stephen Curry because he has been the best player for this Golden State Warriors dynasty during the entirety of the dynasty. And he capped off the best finals series of his career with 34 points, seven rebounds, and seven assists in the closeout game on the road in Boston. He was putting the Celtics fans to sleep with his hand emoji he said give me my ring as well so big props to Stephen Curry and he and the Golden State Warriors clinched their fourth world championship and Curry in these finals averaged 31 points per game five assists and six rebounds he shot 48 percent from the field 44 percent from three-point range and 85 percent from the free throw line giving him a 62 true shooting percentage against the number one ranked defense in all of basketball and we saw some other great players go up against this boston celtics defense and they didn't have nearly the success that stephen curry had when we talk about the superstars that went up against boston in these playoffs curry was the best out of all of them Giannis was right there with them probably for second and then you have jimmy butler who had a very very good series in his own right although he did have some stinkers and then Kevin Durant, who simply just did not measure up to those other guys against this stifling Boston Celtics defense. And Curry, in these finals, he became the first player in the history of the finals to average 30-plus points per game, 5-plus rebounds, 5-plus assists, and 5-plus three-pointers made. So y'all ran with this narrative that Curry was an underwhelming playoff performer when he's legitimately been elite in every single playoff final series that he's played in besides the 2016 NBA finals every other finals Stephen Curry has been incredible and he has the jewelry to show for it and now he has the finals MVP to show for it he is the unanimous finals MVP and there's nothing the haters can say about that one he obviously deserved the finals MVP in 2015 he had an even better series in these finals so now on his resume, he is the unanimous MVP of the league, he's the unanimous finals MVP, and he is unanimously known as the greatest shooter of all time. And this was honestly a little bit of a down year for Stephen Curry, particularly in the regular season, which is crazy enough to say. At one point, I got on this podcast and I said that Stephen Curry had the worst regular season of his career since 2014, which was accurate if you look at the numbers. But... Throughout this regular season, Steph has hit a lot of milestones that will definitely add on to his resume. And as I said before, his final series this year was the best of his career. So he's showing very little signs of slowing down. He was still proving that he could get back to that level. He channeled that playoff mode as we saw in these playoffs. But this year, he set the record for all-time most three-pointers made. He won the All-Star Game MVP, he won the Western Conference Finals MVP, and he won the NBA Finals MVP. So absolutely ridiculous stuff from Steph, and the legacy has just continued to be written, and he's not done yet, nowhere near done yet. And 
we have to fully appreciate this man's greatness. When we talk about where he ranks in the league right now, I would definitely say he's a top two player in the NBA. It's him and Giannis Antetokounmpo at the top. And when you look at their resumes, particularly for the past two seasons, with Giannis getting the chip last year in the finals MVP, Steph getting it this year, and then Steph last year having the best season of any player throughout the regular season, even though he didn't win MVP, obviously because of his team's record and whatnot, he individually was the best player in basketball throughout the regular season. And we saw him drop ridiculous scoring production in the play-in games, but unfortunately the team wasn't able to get it done. Now back fully loaded, Steph was able to get it done and win the NBA championship. And Giannis this year, even though he wasn't able to win the championship in major part due to the injury of Chris Middleton, he wasn't given a real shot of going to the NBA Finals and competing against these Golden State Warriors. But Giannis was, to me, the best player on the planet throughout this regular season as well. So, And he was great in the playoffs too, which he was able to make it to Game 7 of the second round. So those two are in basically their their own lane there. Luka Doncic, some other guys uh, creeping in to, to try to see where they're falling after those top two guys. But those are the top two players in the NBA to me. And all time, I mean, I don't really do the all time type of lists, but I will say of this modern era, you know, the only guy that I can say is clear of Stephen Curry is LeBron James. That's the only guy I can say. I mean, you look at Kobe Bryant, as great as Kobe Bryant was, you know, and I think Kobe Bryant is still better than Stephen Curry. I think Stephen Curry has a legitimate argument to be made. And I think especially if you see him follow it up next year, legitimately compete, potentially win a championship next year. We're going to have to have a real dialogue about that. But any other player not named LeBron James, you could definitely make an argument that Stephen Curry is greater in the modern era. I'll just put it like that. Uh, And then we'll transition to talking about the big elephant in the room, the whole Kevin Durant thing and what this means to Kevin Durant's legacy. You're like, oh, People just love to bring up Kevin Durant. Well, nah, you guys are the reason that Kevin Durant's name gets brought up. And obviously, when you're talking about a dynasty like the Golden State Warriors, Kevin Durant was a part of that dynasty, a significant part of that dynasty. And he was a great feature on the Golden State Warriors dynasty album. And when you look at the timeline from the Steph, Clay, and Dre dynasty, You got 2015, they won the championship before KD arrived. In 2016, they went 73-9, and the most wins in regular season history. 2017 and 2018, they were champs with Kevin Durant. And then 2019 through 2021, you had the injuries. You had the KD injury in 2019. You had the Klay Thompson injury in 2019. Then in 2020, Stephen Curry was hurt. Klay Thompson's still out. And then 2021, you still have Klay Thompson unfortunately sidelined and then you come back to 2022 post Kevin Durant the gang is back and healthy and the Golden State Warriors win the NBA championship yet again so as great as Kevin Durant was in those two finals he was a baller he won two finals MVPs he was dropping efficient buckets out there and you saw him on the other side as a small forward against LeBron James and people were tricked and running with this false narrative that the Warriors needed KD and that he was the best player on the planet and all this stuff. You guys are diminishing Stephen Curry's legacy and what he means to the game, what he means to Golden State, because Kevin Durant was getting buckets 
guarded by LeBron James or against LeBron James on the final stage. Like he didn't get to that final stage when he couldn't beat Golden State when he was on Oklahoma City. Like he didn't get to that stage because he joined the team that Stephen Curry was the centerpiece of. And Stephen Curry, as selfish as, or selfless as he is, excuse me, he allowed for Kevin Durant to come in seamlessly and still get his shots, still get his numbers, you know, and they thrived. They ended up making each other better and, and elevating the whole group. You know, it was a great, it was a phenomenal feature, you know, like it was elite level feature. And you've seen sometimes features can go crazy on, on albums, you know, but at the end of the day, they won before him. They won after him. You know, there's nothing much to be said uh, regarding that. And they'll say, oh, but they needed KD for LeBron. Guys, the Golden State Warriors were up 3-1 to one in the NBA Finals, and they ended up losing the Game 7 of the NBA Finals by, I believe, like 3-5 three, three to five points. It was, I think it was 3 points that they lost Game 7 of the NBA Finals by. And considering they won a championship the year before, like, I find it hard to believe that you can say the Golden State Warriors really needed Kevin Durant, a top three player in the NBA, to make up a three-point deficit in Game 7. Like, it, it's a stretch. Come on, let's be real. I'm a LeBron fan, you know, and obviously Kevin Durant going to the Warriors was a big-time move. It was a power move, and everyone, the rest of the league knew it was over when Kevin Durant went to the Golden State Warriors. But that goes to show you that there was some wiggle room there. Like, if you put, like, a Paul George or something on that roster, you know, like, people are not going to say, oh, wow, wow, man, Cavs are winning because the Warriors don't have Kevin Durant. Like, let's not do that. Let's not do that. And the comparisons are just there. You know, KD played the same Boston Celtics team, had the worst series that – I can remember him having in a very, very long time. And he got swept. You know, he couldn't even win a single game with Kyrie Irving. So obviously the natural comparisons are going to be there, you know. And we're still acknowledging that KD is a great player, but it just is what it is. It's the reality of the situation. You guys wanted to put Steph in the shadows and, and, and run it with all these terrible narratives to him. And now when it when it comes time to acknowledge that Steph was really the guy for that team like yeah y'all don't want to hear that it's all you're, you're thinking about KD why why are you thinking about KD like come on man just just face the music <laughs> face the music and dance man it is what it is um let's talk about the Celtics though for a little bit Jason Tatum he folded like a lawn chair he had 13 points on six for 18 shooting facing elimination and for the series he shot just 37 percent from the field 66% from the free throw line. And coming into this series, you know, you had him texting Kobe and everything. People were getting on him for that. It was just really an underwhelming series for, for Tatum, you know. And it's not fair to compare him to Kobe Bryant. Like, I don't – like, just because someone has an idol, just because somebody tries to be like somebody else, like, that's that great. Don't expect Tatum to be Kobe Bryant. It's the same thing y'all tried to do with Devin Booker last year. Like, we get it. He's not Kobe Bryant. You know, he's a young player that's very talented, very skilled, and he's in the NBA final stage, and he may be there a little bit too early or may not be ready for that moment. The lights may be a little too bright, you know? But 
let's let's not slander him so much because he's not Kobe. Like it's fine. There's so many players that could never be at the level of Kobe Bryant, you know? So that's not the reason to criticize him for, but how terribly he played in this series with Boston having a legitimate shot to compete in this series is very, very unfortunate for Boston Celtics fans. As a superstar, you've got to be better. We we put him on that superstar tier, give him superstar standards. I know some people are trying to push back on that now, saying, oh, Jalen Brown's better, or oh, he's not a superstar. I still believe Jason Tatum's a superstar. And if we're holding him to those superstar standards, he needs to be a heck of a lot better. And hopefully he will moving forward. But it doesn't take away from what he did in these playoffs. He outplayed KD. He outplayed Jimmy Butler. Like, he dropped 46 facing elimination in game six versus the Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis. So let's not act like Tatum hasn't shown up in these playoffs. He just was not able to do it on the final stage. And he wasn't able to come anywhere near matching Stephen Curry on the other side of the floor. You figure the Celtics should still be contenders again, but again, in the NBA, there's no guarantee that they make it back to the NBA Finals. I always go back to OKC in 2012, where you had a young core of KD, James Harden, Russell Westbrook. You figured they could make it back to the Finals. James Harden's literally gone that offseason, and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook never make it back to the NBA Finals. So just because you have a young, talented team that's on the rise, and again, maybe Boston's structure is, is better than what OKC had, not the talent, you know, but maybe just the structure of the roster. But regardless, I just can't say for sure that, oh, oh, the Celtics are going to be back. You know, we can't say that for sure. But hopefully they'll continue to contend. If you're a Boston Celtics fan, you can see how this team grows from this moment. Um, But other than that, man, just a very, very competitive NBA Finals. I definitely enjoyed these Finals. Shout out to Andrew Wiggins being the second best player on a championship team is huge. And the defense he played on Jason Tatum was incredible. He rewrote the narrative on his career as well. People were labeling him a bust. He definitely underperformed in Minnesota. Let's not get it twisted. You know, we can't have revisionist history about that. But he came to Golden State. He played with Steph Curry and he had the best years of his career with the Golden State Warriors. He's improved in every single aspect of basketball. And he's just continued that small forward tradition, you know, of of being able to show up in the final stage on Golden State and become a first-time NBA champion. So shout-out to him. Kevon Looney played some big-time minutes as a big man that could grab boards, that could play defense. They needed what he brought to the table. So it was a bunch of different guys that were contributing. Klay Thompson, you know, he didn't have the best of series, but and really he didn't have the best – stretch you know since he came back from injury but at times he was able to show up and produce hit some big time shots and some big time moments and for him coming off of the serious injuries that he came off of it's big for him to get to this moment and to have another championship under his belt Draymond Green had some rough moments but he was able to push through them and be a big time impact piece he had a big time game six Steve Kerr gets a lot of flack you know but he's doing a great job as a coach for the Golden State Warriors, and he now has nine combined championships from being a player and being a coach. So well done for the Golden State Warriors organization. You guys earned and deserved this championship. When we look back on how great this team was, you know, the roster on paper, you could even say looks better than it actually was in reality. You know, you got Wiggins who made the all-star team. 
Uh, Clay Thompson and Draymond obviously at points have been all-star caliber players, but they were not consistent whatsoever. And Wiggins was really their second best player when it came down to it in the postseason. So looking at it from that perspective, this team is not nearly as good as it was on paper, but they still won the championship. So why does it matter? And they're projected to get even better next year. I think Clay will be healthier next year. I think Draymond will be energized and loaded, maybe not better, but like he'll still play a key role. You know, you got the young guys, Kuminga will be in his second year, Moses Moody. You got Wiseman potentially coming back and being healthy. So Golden State's not done. They're, they're going to be hanging around here for some time now. Be interesting to see what happens. I'm out for now, y'all. Peace.